Hey everyone, this is Steve Glenn from Experience Milwaukee, and just want to set up this interview a little bit uh, before we jump in, because we jump in in kind of an odd spot of the conversation. Uh, I had to cut out a little bit up front uh, for uh, certain reasons, but anyway, uh, we've got Jeremy Foyette, the Chief Creative Officer from Milwaukee, an organization that has spent the last decade connecting people to Milwaukee in so many fun, purposeful ways. So it's interesting to get his perspective on what the city has to offer and to help you navigate and find things that are interesting uh, to do and and ways to spend your time. Um, So we'll jump into that. And as always, thanks for listening. If you want to connect with us, you can find us on Instagram or Facebook other other spots soon to come and then uh if you uh can as you're listening and downloading and subscribing uh please leave us a rating if you have time good or bad we just want to know what you think of the show uh thanks again and let's get into it How are you doing, Steve? I'm great. How are you? Excellent. I uh, have a question for you because this Shoot is an away. interview on, on the podcast. Okay. Um, who are you and what do you do? Well, my name is Jeremy Foyette, and I am the co-founder and chief idea officer at Milwaukee and own another company called Nuance. Which is new. Which is brand new, two weeks old. It's new. Ons. Yes. Get it? Like new. I get it. So, and new walkie. So, yeah. I mean, new walkie for, has been around. This We're coming up on our 10-year anniversary. That's which, crazy. Yeah. It's, some people are starting to say it's old walkie. <laughs> and um, it's like kind of this ongoing joke now. And we're looking at, you know, I'm in a bunch of meetings talking about retrospectively of 10 years of doing this. And you kind of go, what have I been doing with my life? <laughs> uh, is, that, well, am I, is this even making an impact? And uh, so, but... To say what it is, Milwaukee, we really are an experiential design firm, and we're creating experiences to connect people to place. And we can maybe probably get into it a little bit later, but we are creating a beacon of belonging for people that want to connect and combat the social isolation in the world. Yeah. And, and we'll talk a little bit more about that, I imagine. But you know, where we were is different, and how you grow as a company is really interesting. And not always easy. Uh not easy and you never really like obviously the start of this was never supposed to be a company it was supposed to be a part-time volunteer passion project mm-hmm. most people go into place things thinking they're gonna start a company we just wanted to create a connection point for people and what it's turned into has been a lifelong journey of connecting people to their places passion and purpose mm-hmm. and i think it's important to note that um Milwaukee is not so it's it's very well known by residents mm-hmm. people here um i I'm not sure maybe you can share how you know what your awareness is for areas outside of Milwaukee where people are coming into Milwaukee, but it's a great organization for both right either you're here and you want to get more engaged or you're coming here and it's a way to discover new things yeah i the word new. Um, the impetus is new ideas, new to the city, new transition, you know, whether that transition is a career or relationship mm-hmm. or you're 
maybe because we were in Wisconsin. You know, what this came out of was, you know, when Milwaukee started, it was the recession. We're in the most segregated city. We're in a city that 75%-ish of the people that are, live here from here. So mm-hmm. transition for other people in is hard because people have their social groups and their connectivity um, to the city and other things. So how, you know, if someone has a social group, how do you connect? How do you, how do you find yourself? How do you find what you like? How do you connect? How do you belong? And that was kind of how we started um, creating this stuff. And you know, when, you're not new, when you're new to a city, how do you have a landing pad? And when you're new to a career, how do you have a landing place? And how does someone help help with that experience? Right, which helps get people acclimated faster. Yeah. Really quick, yeah. And um, helps uh, the city kind of grow on them in uh, unique ways and and keeps people here. Yeah. yeah. It, I think, you know, it's hard to say that, right? Like, how do you – I mean, you've heard the term – live, work, and play, right? I have heard that. Everybody says that. Every city in the country says that. I have never met anybody in my life that says, we're a bad place to live, work, and play. But there's two There's two problems with that statement. Uh, one is that everyone says it, so it's true or not true, because if it's, everybody can admit it, what's the point of even saying it? Mm-hmm. Um, the second thing is no one actually invests in the play, and that is what actually connects people and and creates that that belonging structure uh, and I think you know my one of my presentations right now that I'm doing in a couple different cities in this next year is live work and play is dead and the future of this is how do we empower people how do we connect them and how do we let them build what they want to build but the connection piece is the most important and that goes back to our mission how do we change the way people connect right right that's you guys have come a long way and I think uh, I I recall that being a, uh, it, how do I say it? There was strong engagement around that post on LinkedIn uh, a, a while back when you declared it dead. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, um, cool. So let's, uh, we'll, we, as you alluded to, we'll come back to Milwaukee probably at the end or near the end, but let's get into you a little bit as, you know, one of, I'd say, the strongest maybe sometimes loudest ambassadors <laughs> for the city. Um, how do you describe Milwaukee to someone who's never been? Uh, oh, man, I've never been asked that question. Um, so I describe it as it's preserved its history mm-hmm. very well. More than uh, what people probably don't know about me is I've traveled a ton. I used to be in international sales. Uh, and I th- I've got a perspective that, you know, even though I've lived here all my life, I never really was here a lot. Right. And that's what, how kind of Milwaukee and this whole creating these experience for people came from. But I describe it as a place that's preserved its history pres- in is physical infrastructure, which mm-hmm. I think is good. Um, it's maybe preserved its culture too much of innovation um, and a pr- preserved of what it used to be too much. Mm-hmm. And that is, you know, one of the things that I always challenge is, you know, we're looking at preserving what we were as a, a, a sort of change of what we're going to be. And looking, you, yeah, looking forward. And you build cities 25 years from now. You don't build them to what they are today. Mm-hmm. Um, Which isn't an easy thing to do. It and isn't. It isn't. And, and how do you 
do you see that changing at all today? Yeah, I do. I do. In some in any regard. Totally. Or? And 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 to finish that last point of that, I see Milwaukee as a. It's like an underdog. It's this thing that people don't either a know about outside the city because we spend a lot of time bringing new people to the city, and it's. You know, one of the <laughs> this is going to blow people's minds. Maybe is one of the things I hear most often is a I didn't know you're in a lake, yeah. and b I didn't know that you had restaurants, <laughs> like literally yeah. restaurants. We like, and we bring no in hundreds of people a year to the right. city, and the younger, and young, young yeah. and old, and everywhere yeah. in between. And, and you know, a lot of it is early career cohort recruitment type stuff, or you know, how do you experience a city first? Because that's going to change your mind, and that's the only way we're going to change people's minds. Anytime we think about you know, what we're going to put out there in the marketplace isn't as impactful as that in-person experience. Right. And that's where we're creating. But th- so my, to get to that question, it's we've preserved a great physical landscape of our city. Um, we've preserved too much of what we were as far as the business climate and the business thing. We had to be product-based all the time. And, mm-hmm. you know, and that's okay, but it's, it hasn't helped us in the future. And I think it's this underdog that no one's expecting because it's in a place where people don't think about if you're not from the Midwest. Even if you're in the West, I mean, a lot of people we attract are from Detroit and we still don't even really think about us. Yeah, you don't think so, of us yeah. as being on the lake or yeah. having restaurants or... Yeah. Well, it, it's it's a weird comment, but we, I mean, it's it's if it was one time, I'd be like, okay, it's yeah, some, whatever. It's, yeah, but it's every time we bring cohorts of people in. Well, you have, you have a bunch of restaurants here. <laughs> yeah, yeah, there's like three. <laughs> no, you're just like, what are you like? But why would they? Right. Like, how much do you research St. Louis? Mm-hmm. I don't. Or Louisville. I don't really research them. If I'm there for a people move because of or people travel because of events, culture, movie, things they see. And we don't have a lot of that. It's in the public runway. So we got to do something a little bit more creative. Mm-hmm. So do you, do you find their their um, perspective changes? in a positive way when they're in here. And I know you just, I, I just saw you this summer with a group of eager students uh, yeah, yeah. here uh, every to experience time. the city. And every time um, we will bring cohorts in, if we make offers to them, it's 100% of the people will convert to move here. Hmm. So far. I mean, that will change, obviously, as we get bigger and expand this program. But people... It's a good rate. <laughs> for now. Yeah. I mean, it's it's... But it is... It's such a difference, and it's not what I think. What people think when they think about talent attraction is, you know, they spend so much money on attracting people, but then they, they forget about how they retain them, and how they integrate them, and how mm-hmm. they onboard them, and how they connect them. And what people really want is that career, but th- that's not what they—that's not how they live their lives. Again, we don't invest in the play. Mm-hmm. So, what if you could change the way how people interact as they walk in the city? Is what it's a lot of the stuff I'm lo- lo- thinking on, working on in the future is. When you come here, how do you find you? And it's it's different for everybody. So we have to be – and one of the things I always say to everybody that comes into a class when we bring people in is I don't care if you never come to a Milwaukee program ever again in your life as long as you find what makes you belong here. Right. That's a great point Um, and speaks to the evolution of the organization too, I think. So speaking of you and finding you – you know, as someone who you've been like in it for a decade, yeah. probably so we'll say a decade, but from new places opening and not just restaurants or bars, but buildings, uh, 
condos, businesses, anything that's become new in Mo- in Milwaukee, you've been part of in some way or shaped mm-hmm. or brought attention to. You're kind of like, you know, the first one in. That said, what are some things, and helpful for people thinking about coming here, what are some things you love about Milwaukee? I love the ability to scale fast. And what I mean by that is you could probably come here brand new to the city. And if you really wanted to, and and hopefully I'm part of this solution, as many others are, is meeting uh, three people and having, if those people are open to connecting, you're there. Yes. You're like, you, you can be there. You can meet the, in, if you need an invest, what, you know, it depends what you need to make, to come to that solution. What you're, I think maybe if you're thinking about a company. Yeah. yeah I think my yeah. head went to tech company. And yeah, scale, yeah. Yeah. But, yeah. But personal, personal brand speaking. Yeah. You yeah. can scale fast. You can scale fast because it's very easy to meet people and everybody is as like, it's, you know, when people say they're one or three people away, this is a little closer, but the people are really passionate about outsiders, like, cause we don't have a lot of them yet. <laughs> and we, you know, so when one comes in, it's like, what do you need to meet? What do you need to do? How do you make this better? And I think that is one thing where I say, if someone's not from here, you can make a difference quick because you can, you can contribute. Whereas I think when you go to a city like Chicago, even, you're just another number. Mm-hmm. I mean, you can contribute maybe to your microcosm of your block. You can be block captain. Right. But you, here you could be an ancillary mayor <laughs> really quick. <laughs> you're right. You uh, do but have many it, mayors. Yeah, you do. Like, so that is, I think, is an important piece um, if you're not from here. And it's easy to navigate neighborhoods and get what you want, So, and which people probably wouldn't understand. I think Milwaukee is very small if you're not from here. But if you want an experience of, you know, I'm looking for this really authentic culture neighbor experience, and then I want this different high club experience, or you know, this nicer cocktail lounge. You know, like everything is really easy to navigate around the city, and very they're all like five minutes away, or like yep. a two minute Uber ride. Yep, and that's been a common theme too. With and a thirty second streetcar ride. Thirty streetcar. Yeah, um, that's been a common uh, perspective shared on the sh- on the the podcast and. Mm. And, and I think what you were getting to is, and someone said this, how networked the city is. And yeah. so, like you said, you meet a few people. Well, they're connected to three others who connect you to three others. And in a matter of a month, you can people want exactly to help, you too. Be. It's not like, well, you know, there's like half and half. There's like you meet half the people that want to really help. Right. And you meet half people that are like, well, that's my idea, too. Yeah. Right, sure. you know, so but I mean, if you meet the right people and you have an idea, it's like rapidly can connect to the people. So with, uh, you know, as I was talking about and, and how involved you've been in so many things in Milwaukee, um, what, the, now these are secrets you're probably giving away here, but what are some of your favorite things to do? You know, music, art, restaurants, where are the places that Jeremy goes to hang out? Um... Lately we'll or just in general? Yeah. <laughs> Lately in general. I think in general, like your favorite spots. I love Bernhardt's. Bernhardt's and Newport are like the, you know, you go to Bernhardt's when you want a good drink. You go to Newport when you want to have a conversation with a bartender. Uh-huh. 
<laughs> and that and that's Bayview area. Yeah, which, yeah, Bayview. Know, yeah, is a really cool neighborhood. Um, my, I, I think, I, you know, sometimes it, like these interviews are about like what you've done in the past. I like to change it to what I've been doing lately. Is, um, if you ever walk down Lincoln Avenue from third to thirty third, it's the most interesting walk in the city. Uh, everything is filled with restaurants and commerce and the all the businesses are two-story one-story buildings all filled with something interesting mitchell street is kind of the same way like my one of my favorite restaurants is animal which is on like ninth and mitchell i've been really trying to like how do you be a tourist in your own city even more than i say it sometimes Mm -hmm. and that means going outside the neighborhood of i live in um i also been hanging a lot ton of parks lately like humble park i just moved across street from humble park and I probably spend 80% of my life there, it feels like. <laughs> but reimagining what you can do in a park is interesting. Uh, the Humboldt Park is probably one of the more activated parks in the city for people doing programming and things in it. But there's so much green space in the city that um, needs to be programmed and needs to have more attention. So that's kind of what I do. Is You walk it. You walk it. Walk it. Like. Um, yeah. Well, I've been doing something outside of Milwaukee called sidewalk sessions like Milwaukee. Yeah. And um, I've been doing every neighborhoods and I've been it's a networking event, which is weird because you're walking and and you're there's questions that are prompt and you kind of switch partners. But I've also been walking in different like we've done 13 neighborhoods last year and then as you stop you meet people that are the community organizers, the business owners and that. And for, I've learned stuff on it because mm-hmm. sometimes, you know, every time when you walk something is different than driving by it. Right. And one of the, th- I don't even want to go in the streetcar, but one of the experiences I had in the streetcar the other day was how it changed my personal behavior of how I experienced my city. Like I was literally went on it and I was like, I'm going to get on the streetcar because I want to ride it because it's new. Yeah. And then I was in Cathedral Square and then I was like, I'm going to get on this and I'm going to go to County Clare, yeah. which I haven't been to in like five years. And I experienced, I looked at this as a new way to experience the city. So that kind of stuff is really what's interesting lately. Like what I do in a personal time is, you know, hang out in Bayview and that's, but and in downtown where I work, I mean, probably see me all around downtown. I mean, popping in different bars. I don't really have a place. Downtown? I, downtown is my place for happy hour. And then after it's Bayview, right? <laughs> right. <laughs> yeah. Cool. Uh, rapid fire. Are you ready? Mm-hmm. All right. These are just top of your head. Easy. Ready to go. Yeah. Favorite food? Uh, yeah, restaurant or just? Just uh, food, not restaurant. Thai. Thai. Okay. Number one hobby right now. Outside of work. Not related to work. Um, kayaking. Hi- all right. Kayaking. All right. Favorite song? Anything by the Beatles or Stones. Okay. Favorite holiday? Uh, the day before Thanksgiving. Yes. That's <laughs> An unofficial holiday. <laughs> yeah. No, it was, you know, it's Milwaukee's holiday, right? Yes. Um, uh, yeah, you just made me think of, uh, you know, Rain Dots and Greendale. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Every, this is yeah. the night where, night but a problem. People come back to the city this night because mm-hmm. they've moved on and moved out. And this is their night to come back and experience the city. And that's why it's... Like this, this isn't a big night in other cities from what I've been told by a lot of people. Yeah. This is a huge night in Milwaukee, Milwaukee because people get to connect back to their roots, mm-hmm. which makes me a little bit sad because you left. Yeah, you know? right. 
but they're back, you know. Yeah. I think to close out, um, if people want to connect with Nuwaki or your new company, Nuance, uh, I'm sure you guys are all over social. Yeah, we're on MySpace and, you know, Friendster. And Friendster. Yeah, yeah, stuff yeah. like that. Me yeah, too. yeah. So, and, it, and if you want my Friendster account, you can. <laughs> No, I mean, connect with you have us. old photos out there on your Friendster. And I am a, I take a lot of meetings, and I am a, and it's not like a bad thing. I think every book you read and every LinkedIn post, it says, don't take meetings, don't do this. And I'm like, you know, I've had clients that came out of a meeting I had no expectations of. You say yes a lot. All the time, I because I that. just want to connect and hear stories and talk to people and share common ground and see what happens. And I think that's a lost art. Because people are, everybody's trying to like take your time and take it away from you as opposed to how do you, it's almost like a freeway. If you think about a, a everybody wants to like fast track you to getting from point A to point B. I don't want to take the freeway. I want to take the side roads. I want to have a better experience. I want to see the local things. I want to experience my city and the way to get there and the journey. And I want to connect to people and have a real authentic relationship and see what comes out of it. And sometimes, you know, 50% of those meetings aren't anything, <laughs> but that's okay. But now I know that person right? and I hear their story and maybe four years from now, which happened today, I met somebody again, like, remember we talked about this and we started talking again and we're like, yeah, this now the timing's right. And I think right. people that try to like, conv- like take your time away from you, but like what's freeway your time. <laughs> you can only do this or this and take all the, like, no, stop and, and get off devices and have personal connections more often than yeah. not. I like to say that sometimes or most times I take the bike routes places. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Instead of the freeway. Streetcar or the bird rides. Oh, I can't do the bird anymore, but. Mm, yeah. Maybe one day. Hopefully. All right. Well, thanks for being on the show. Thank any, you. Any any final wisdom? Um, No, I'm just excited. To, man, this is great. Yeah. Go Bucks and Brewers, I, actually. I think, yeah. I think, is that our live audience? Yeah, we have a uh, live <laughs> audience. Um, this is, it feels like, yeah, thank you. All That's right. One fan. <laughs> All right. Thanks, Jeremy. Cheers.